0: Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit com slash feast to learn more.
1: This is the Marked Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Margaret Collinsworth, coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee at Lifeway Christian Resources. This podcast is for women who are marked by a hunger for God's word, who want to know him more, have a longing to impact the culture around them, and a real desire to discover and live out God's calling in their lives. If that's you, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about issues that are relevant to you today. Thanks for joining us. We're so glad you're here with us today on the Marked Podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are back um, for episode five. Um, I hope if you haven't had a chance yet that you'll go back onto iTunes and um, check out the episodes that you, we've already recorded. Um, they're easy to get to, easy to download on your phone, listen to while you're in the car and all that kind of good stuff. And um, one great thing you can help us do is to rate and review us on iTunes. So if you haven't done that yet, it's super easy and we'd love for you guys to um, give us some feedback. And as we're talking today, we'd love to um, to hear your feedback on what what you're thinking about, what you want to hear. About and we'd love for you to use the hashtag #markedpodcast and um, tweet at us and let us know what it is you're thinking. So um, stay in touch with us that way, and we would really love to connect with you. Um, well, today I have on the show um, a girl who I've gotten to know over the last year, and um, I was so thrilled when she said that she could be here with us today. Um, her name is Brittany Mullins, and um, and we were in a group that met um, for a few months, just some young professionals here in Nashville, and um, and I just loved her story and what God's doing through her and her husband's lives, and what it is that God has really um, put, a, put on their hearts to do to minister to the people um, that he's put in their sphere of influence. She is the founder of um, Beneath the Skin, and um, we're going to link to them in our show notes today, so you'll be able to find that on the website. Um, but what they do is they offer relationship through mentoring and resources to fans of the music scene in order so, to support, equip, and guide um, these kids on a path of self-love. And her husband is in the band Memphis Mayfire. Um, they're a metalcore band. I had to ask what that was, um, if that lets you know what kind of music I listen to. Um, but, but he's fantastic at what he does. And so, um, Brittany, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
0: Yes. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank Thank you you. so much. Um, so I, yes, Brittany Mullins, I'm the founder of Beneath the Skin and it is a mentoring program for, uh, fans of the music scene and technically the underground music scene. So we reach kids in the hardcore music scene, um, and mainly due to the fact that it's, um, A generation of kids who listen to that type of music because they're trying to find out who they are. Mm -hmm. They're trying to find out where they fit in. Um, So they listen to that type of music. Unfortunately, it's not a message of hope. So with that being said, there's a lot of depression, anxiety, self-harm, suicide. Um, And my husband actually being a part of that scene, he has a message of hope and a message of God, um, in his music. And it's very rare, um, in that specific music scene, the metalcore core crew. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, it's making a huge impact on those kids, but there's just, it's, it's planting a seed where we need to water that seed. And I think one of the biggest things is isolation. So we're really focused on providing them with friendship, providing them with relationships so we can mentor them through 12 months of their life mm. um, in order to see a change in their life, not focus so much on the depression, anxiety and whatnot, but to kind of fill them with hope and God's love. I love that. That's so yeah. cool. And and I think it's
1: something that's so needed just to give them a okay. space where they're already it's already what they're familiar with the, you know, the people that they love and, you know, in, enjoy interacting with on social media and through music. And it just gives them a really healthy channel to, um to, you know, build relationship, like Mm -hmm. you're saying, and to have these mentors who will pour into them. And, um, and I was looking at the website this morning, it looks so great. And it's just easy to see how, you know, um, to plug people in on either side, to be a mentor or mentee. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can tell like just Brittany and I had lunch a few weeks ago and, um, and I could just tell in this conversation, you know, how passionate you are about what you do. And so how, how did this begin for you? Like, where did this come from?
0: Yes. So, um, about eight, it's, it's almost been eight years. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but Mm -hmm. about eight years ago, Matthew joined the, the band, my husband joined Memphis Mayfire and I had my first interaction with a fan and she was telling me about her drug abuse, her um, s- suicidal attempts, her broken home. Um, and my heart was just broken for her. I literally could, I couldn't even handle it. And then I started realizing that this was a common thing yeah. um, throughout the the kids involved in the scene. And I started praying immediately that God would use me as his hands and feet and figure out a way to make an impact on these kids' lives, and I didn't know what that looked like, and throughout the years, I've tried a couple different things, started a, a email that kids could reach out. It was just too much. It was too much for me to keep up on. At one point, we were getting 500 emails a day. Wow. Um, And by we, I mean me. So (laughs) unfortunately, it was just really, I, I couldn't keep up with that. Then I did an Instagram and different things to kind of provide them with hope. But I just, I knew it wasn't enough because- these kids, they're already isolated and they're already so focused on, like, they think that they have a core group of friends because they have followers on Instagram. Yeah. You know, they think that they're social because they have social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So then they go to those places and they find hope, but then they put their phone down and they're still alone. They're still hearing their parents fighting upstairs. You know, there's still brokenness there. So again, that seed might be planted, but if there's no water, that seed's not going to survive. So Um, I knew that I needed to do more and I knew that God had bigger plans. And so I decided to leave the cosmetic industry, which I was in for about 10 years in January. Mm -hmm. And that's when I just started praying to God, like I am literally 110% yours. If you want to bring me to Africa, if you, whatever you want me to do, like give me direction, give me clarity. Um, And I was in a really vulnerable place too, because I had just lost my father and That was a big piece to, I think, why I was so willing to listen to what God's plan was for Mm me, because I was so vulnerable and so open that I was just like, God, whatever you want, whatever you want for me. And he I was actually on my flight home to go to my dad's funeral and he put mentoring on my heart. And it was like so clear because, again, there's there's a lot of fantastic, amazing nonprofits in the music scene that I'm reaching um, to write love on her arms, heart support. Um, hope for the day. There's so many great ones. Um, but there's nothing like mentoring in the scene, mm-hmm. and so just the opportunity to provide them with a friend that can truly invest in them, uh, pull them out of isolation, show them that they're worthy, that they're loved, and that mm-hmm. that all of that comes from the centered of of around God. You know that that Christ loves them, that He died on the cross for their sins, and that through that they are perfect and they are worthy because He's worthy, and they are enough because He's enough. Yeah. Um, and so. That it started eight years ago, and, and I feel so like I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> I can <laughs> legitimately, <see>. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but just the fact that it that it's happening and that it's that that God gave me that that passion for it eight years ago and then here it is coming to life and it's just amazing to see we right now are just in the state of tennessee we're working on expanding Mm -hmm. um but we have eight matches mentor mentee matches right now and just seeing them interact with each other it it, like brings tears to my eyes it's so incredible to see a difference already and and the matches have only been matched since about september so Awesome. It's already making a huge impact. And
1: then, you know, what would you say, what's the volume of requests that you get of kids to be mentored? Like, is that yeah. a high number?
0: You know what it is? it it is. Um, but the thing that's tough is that it's all over the world. Like we mm. have people from um, Egypt, from the United Kingdom, from Germany, from Poland. You know, we have all these people all over the place. And again, we're only in Tennessee right now. So we're really focusing on expanding across the United States as soon as possible. Um, and I'm actually working with my lawyer now trying to figure out what that looks like. But, um, with that being said, when you look at it at a scope like that, we Mm -hmm. get probably anywhere between 40 and 50 requests, I would say, um, maybe like every three days. So about a hundred requests a a week, um, to be both mentor and mentee. We Mm -hmm. have a lot of, a lot of kids, a lot of young adults who want to involve be involved in helping people, which I love seeing that too, because again, even in that scene where there's so much brokenness, there's a lot of people who have gone through a struggle and have overcome it mm-hmm. and they want to see, you know, somebody succeed through that as well. So yes, that's huge. Yeah. And,
1: and I think what you said about social media a minute ago just is so huge to talk about because mm-hmm. I think for all of us who are on social media to any degree, you know, how often do we go back to Instagram or to Facebook and go, how many likes did that get? Mm-hmm. Like, is this something, are people paying attention to me? Did I yeah. say that right? Do I look okay? And you know, how many pictures do we take before we post the one yep. that that we think is okay <laughs> enough? And, and, and so many of these um, kids are really getting, they get caught up in that mm-hmm. to such a deep level that it, it makes them feel so alone, mm-hmm. even though they're surrounded, like in a sense, surrounded by people yep. and, and they're surrounded by all these followers and they've got all this, um, all these people who are at a distance, but I love that this literally connects these people on a, on a one-to-one basis that is, um, you know, what, what we see in scripture is called discipleship that yep. we also call mentoring. And a lot of times. Those words can be used interchangeably, but, but the fact that it's centered around God is so huge. And I think what you guys are doing is making such a big impact. And, um, you know, one question that we always ask on this podcast, because we're the March project, mm-hmm. marked podcast is, you know, what have you been marked by? So what, what's, is there something significant for you, an event or a thing or a person that you have been marked by Brittany?
0: Um, I, I would have to say, um, it would be my personal mentor, mm-hmm. um, Mainly because that's such a big focus, obviously in our yeah. in our lives right now, is is the mentoring program and kind of what that looks like. And um, her name's Sherry Shambly, and she is, she, I mean, she just she's just invested in me in ways that I could never explain or even request somebody to do that f- for me. And and it's just such a beautiful picture of what I want these kids' experiences to look like. Yeah. Um, and then two, just having everything rooted in God's love, having everything backed by Scripture, having you know, every moment is so intentional and just the love that I've received from her as my mentor from, Mm -hmm. from day one to going through hard times. Like she's literally been there through every single thing that's happened this year. And she lives, you know, to in uh, Tucson, Arizona, (laughs) (laughs) really far away from Uh me and I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, but, but with that being said that I'm. I'm truly marked by her, you know, and, and I feel like there's a lot of things in life that make you, you know, that, that mark you and that, mm-hmm. that make a difference. But within this time frame of my life and where God has me, I would say that she is just, truly marked me in such a beautiful way. And I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. And,
1: you know, and I fortunately know Sherry too, Mm -hmm. and she has been, you know, one of those women in my life who just Mm -hmm. encourages me and who just affirms what God's doing in my life and just will text me, you know, in the morning and say, how can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Or this is a scripture that God's put on my heart, you know, to pray for you today. I just wanted you to know. And and I'm so grateful for Sherry and for other women like her who are not afraid to just to stand up and just to say, you know, I'm going to invest in in other people. I'm going to invest in other women, even though she's married and has three kids and works and has a lot of other things going on. And so what, what would you say today to the woman who's listening, who doesn't maybe feel like she has anything to offer to a younger woman?
0: Oh man, go for it. Like just (laughs) just do it. Don't even think about it because I I think too, I think the separation of generation is kind of scary Mm -hmm. for a lot of um, women. I think they, they think, oh, you know, we're so different. I mean, when you think of me and Sherry, we are literally so different. Right, but, we may
1: have to put a picture of you guys oh my on the gosh. blog so everybody can see. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes.
0: But like, but at the same time, we we're not different because we have God. You know what I mean? Like, yes. he he connects us all. So, um, but but I would just say, like, do not be afraid to step into somebody's life and, and invest in them. Everybody wants to be invested in. Nobody yeah. is gonna shy away from that. If they do, it's because there's some some scary things that they're trying to figure out or that they're working through, but they need your help. Yeah. Um, so don't be afraid to do that. I promise you every young woman um, would accept having a mentor, having mm-hmm. having a, a wiser, more mature woman in their lives guiding them, especially through prayer and wisdom. Absolutely. And, and you know, some
1: of you are at an age where, you, you know, you're kind of questioning, you know, am I the one who's supposed to be mentoring somebody? Should somebody be mentoring me? And, and I think that that can, you can do both things. Like you can be both of those people at the same time and, you know, have somebody who's invested and pouring into you but you're you're taking what you've learned and the experiences that you've had and, and pouring into somebody who you know they may not be, you know, age-wise younger than you are, but maybe spiritually younger than you are or just in a different stage of life or in something that you can relate to. And even, um, I had a girl call me this week and, you know, my my background's in girls' ministry and she just said, Mary Margaret, can we sit down? Can I just pick your brain? And I was like, yes. And so she came over to my apartment on Monday and we sat there for an hour and a half and just talked about ministry and life. And, you know, and I, it's, it's one of those things that I think the enemy would be so quick to tell me that what I have, you know, to offer doesn't matter to somebody mm-hmm. or it doesn't mean anything. But those are the moments where I'm like, you know, these experiences that I've had weren't for, weren't for nothing. God's repurposing some of the hard things I've experienced so that I can, you know, give somebody a heads up, you know, I can go, you know, don't do this, or, you know, I can just give some wisdom or pray for whatever. And, and it's really exciting to see how God turns those things, those hard situations in our lives around and, and brings it back to him at the end of the day. And I think that that's what you guys are doing through Beneath the Skin. It's what you're doing personally. And, um, and even just, I wish that you could, you know, sit across from the table, you know, with Brittany, like I am just to see the passion about um, what she does and how she talks about it. And, because it's huge. And I think that's where we have to ask the Lord, what is it you have given me a desire to do? You know, what is it that's that burning desire within me that no one else can do, you know, and begin to you know ask some of those hard questions mm-hmm. and allow God to, to show us what that looks like. And yeah. so, you know, for you, you know, it happened, like you said, you know, when you're right at the same time, your dad had passed away. And I remember hearing some of these conversations you were having over the last year of just going, I feel like God's calling me to do something, but it feels kind of crazy. Yeah. And so, you know, how did you overcome some of those obstacles that felt like big hurdles in front of you yes
0: oh man and I feel like there's a hurdle every single day um (laughs) but it honestly is uh, the only way that I can explain it is to truly remove myself Mm. um I always say, and, and hope I'm always like, I hope this doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> but I always say, I feel like Noah. Like, I feel like God is like, here's this ark that I want you to build. Yeah. And you are literally just my hands and feet. Like, mm-hmm. you are, you're going to build it. This is mine. It's not yours. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to walk you through this. And I'm going to lead you. But that's all you're doing. The rest of it is me. And you mm-hmm. have to remember that. And so, because um, honestly, sometimes, I, I mean, I, I've had so many moments where I'm like, I'm just this little girl who is. Run like trying to make all of this happen. Like, God, like, why me? Or, or I can't do this, you know. Like, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, I can't do this. I so throw my hands up in there, I'm done. Yeah, but then I'm like, okay, I can't do this because I'm putting myself first. Like yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, I'm, I'm allowing who I am and, and who I am without God be mm-hmm. the, the reason why I'm defeated. And then I, I figure out who I am with God and I'm like, man, I'm de- undefeatable. Yeah. You know, I can, I can do anything with God and, and this is his, and he wouldn't give it to me if he didn't want it to succeed. He Absolutely. wouldn't want it to come to life if it wasn't meant to do something and make a difference. So I just have to remove myself. And as soon as I do that, there's peace and I I don't feel as overwhelmed, (laughs) yeah, or defeated for sure. Absolutely, that's such a huge thing because I think that's the
1: enemy tries to get in to our heads, you know, Mm -hmm. to to tell us that we can't do the thing that God's called us to do. And, um, you know, and I remember somebody saying one time when God was, you know, leading them to to make a change, and He just said, "I don't want to be like Jonah and not go." Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to tell God that I'm not going to listen to what it is that He's asked me to do because I'm scared or because I don't feel qualified or I don't think I have what it takes. And Mm -hmm. you know, when God hasn't called us to do anything, he's not going to equip us to do along the way. But sometimes it's a it's a literal hour by hour, yep. minute by minute, putting one right foot there. in front of the other, small steps of obedience kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you know um,
0: what? It's so funny you say that too, because I feel like every people have been asking me a lot this year, like what is the one thing that you feel like God has kind of taught you? And <laughs> to be honest, I have changed the way that I pray because so many times we we ask for clarity and guidance and you know, we, we try our best to hear that. And sometimes we can just get in our own way. You know, we're asking for clarity and guidance, but it's so muddled. And (laughs) when it's just funny that you had mentioned that because I was praying one time and I was like, God, like, I just need clarity. I need guidance. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what this is supposed to look like. And I feel like I literally am like stepping out into the unknown and with, with no step in front of me. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just started speaking to me and, and taught me about muddy clarity, which is how I pray now. I'm I ask God for muddy clarity. I don't ask him for clarity. I don't ask him for guidance. <laughs> so I'm like, God, give me muddy clarity one step at a time, because we're so quick to, when we ask for clarity and guidance and God gives it to us, we're like, okay, bye, you know, yeah. peace out. I'll come back to you when I need you. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we just get one step at a time, we keep him in it. You know, yeah. it, we don't, we're, it, it, eliminates the fact that we would say okay bye I'll come back to you again when I need you because we literally need him for each and every step so I love that that whole like mindset that he put in in me to think that way because literally it allows me to truly keep him in it and not have it be about what I'm doing and, and what that looks like for me um but it allows me to not remove him because I literally need him every single day because there's a new step to take every single day yeah gosh and that's just that causes us to be
1: so dependent
0: on him in a mm-hmm. way
1: where we know we can't do it without it yep. and and if we're not in that place it's it's dangerous to to live outside of that yes. um, but there's such confidence i think in trusting the lord Um, when we're dependent on him in a way that we know that we cannot do whatever it is he's called us to do without him, absolutely. And um, it's not easy though. No, (laughs) not at all. Not at all. It's a it's a journey. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Um, well, who you know is there anybody right now like that you're pouring into or investing in, or what does it look like for you right now? Is 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 this project kind of your your baby? You know, what what does that look like for you? Um, you know, how do you spend your days these days? Yeah.
0: Um. Yes. Literally from from morning to night is definitely beneath the skin and, and what that looks like and and making sure that we're growing and that we're continuously, you know, bringing this plan that God has put on my heart into reality for as many people as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I have an incredible group of women that we meet once a week at our Bible study at my place. Um, and it's just, it's we're such a strong community. We have our group text, you know, and we're sending in prayers for each other all week. We're mm-hmm. praying for each other all week. We're getting together outside of Bible study, trying to build a relationship. And um, so if if I would say that I'm pouring into anybody, it would be all of those women because, I mean, yeah. they're consistently pouring into me as well. But so grateful. It's incredible. I mean, God talks about fellowship and community and how important that is and, you know, discipleship and all that. But mm-hmm. um, it's incredible because you, I think we know that, but sometimes we don't act on that. And then when you actually do and you're actually in community and fellowship with people that are pouring into you and you're pouring into and investing into it's incredible how different life looks. Absolutely. Um. So that's that's definitely. And then, um, my administrative logistics manager. She's a big part to my life. She's like my little sister. But, mm-hmm. um, I pour into her a lot too. Kind of help guide her on the way. I'm learning a lot about that too, though, because I'm like I have to let her make her own mistakes. Yes. And figure things out on her own, mm-hmm. uh, which is really tough. I've always I'm the, like the youngest sister. I have a younger sister, but she has always lived in North Dakota. So growing up, I didn't get the chance to be a bigger sister. Yeah. Um. And it's not easy. So. Kudos to bigger sisters out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: And I'm, I'm the oldest of three and it's easy to, um, my mom would have to look at me. She's like, Mary Margaret, they already have one mother. They don't need two. <laughs> and so it's easy to try to tell other people, you know, how to do things and, and even to protect them that yes. way of just saying like, I don't want you to make them mis- the same mistakes that I did. Yep. You know, whereas, you know, sometimes I have to look at women in my life and go, How am I gonna learn? Yep. You know, and I'm grateful that sometimes they'll let me fail. Yeah. But they'll be right next to me to help pick me back up Definitely. when to learn from it and to to redirect what it is that I'm doing. And you know, I'm just grateful for the women in my life who will who will do that for me and continue to do that for me. Um, because it's it's how we learn. Yeah. It's how we sure. process for and sure. all that kind of good stuff. And um you know, so what what is the next? What does twenty sixteen look like for you? What have you kind of got, you know, is there anything new or exciting that you've got coming down the pike? Is it just consistent work in what you're doing? But what is kind of the next few months or the next yeah. year look like for you? Yeah,
0: I think mainly like this year was just focusing on getting incorporated, becoming a five hundred one c three nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, and making sure that everything is just you know in good standing and where it needs to be. Um, 2016 is really focused on expansion, just making sure, again, we've figured out a really great system and what works well. And that's what we wanted to do with our pilot state being Tennessee. Um, so we feel ready and prepared to go ahead and expand that to other places and that we do have, you know, the right system to go ahead and and feel prepared to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's the main focus. The biggest thing is just figuring out, um, since it is volunteers, do we need to go through the legal process of certificate of authority and all that good stuff that's involved? <laughs> um, or can we go ahead and just let the volunteers start their work, which is what I'm in the process of with my lawyer. But if, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. Since it is volunteers, we could literally just start expanding. Yeah. every I mean, we could literally just say, OK, all 50 states. Obviously, we wouldn't do that. because yeah. <laughs> We wouldn't be able to handle that. But so expansion is definitely a focus. Mm-hmm. And then Warp Tour is a... Um, music festival that's mm-hmm. really focused around the scene that we're we we dive into and that we serve. And so we're hoping to be on that this summer. We're looking into making sure that we can get funding. We're looking into churches that are interested in funding each of the cities that we'll be attending Mm -hmm. um, because we want to be able to plug those kids into churches. You know, again, we're planting the seed and hopefully we can provide mentorship for them in each city that we're in for the festival, but we would love to plug them into a church as well. Mm So we're looking for ways to get that funded so we can attend that. And it's pretty much nine weeks. We might do half. We might do the whole thing, but that's the perfect way. I mean, there's, I think there's on average about 10,000. Wow, kids young adults who go to those festivals every single day mm. um so being able to reach every single one of those kids would it's be huge. such a yeah a huge opportunity for us yes. and so
1: it how is it you know for you guys a lot of people would look at the warp tour things like that mm-hmm. and say that's such a dark place or things yeah. like that how how do you see what you guys do you know fitting into the whole picture of of that
0: um well with work tour, it, it's funny. I think it's, I think it's viewed that way by people who may not have ever attended or they've just read about it in, maybe a, in, a, read in about a magazine it. Yeah. or seen
1: something about it on social media, yeah, which is so Don't tough. really know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just like, you know, you can't believe everything you hear. And, mm-hmm. um, Cause it's a, it's an incredible festival. I'm it's, sure. Oh man. It's it's so much fun. I mean, all the bands are incredible. I'm trying to remember how many bands actually participate night over a hundred, I think. Wow. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it's just it's it's like a family as far as like like behind the scenes mm-hmm. for, for the bands. It's like a family. It's like a reunion. They all get to reconnect. They all get a to tour together all summer. It's yeah. a great time. Um, and they, all those bands love their fans, you know, whether they have a message of hope or not, they're truly invested in their fans. Mm -hmm. And obviously we would hope that they'd spread the message of hope and the message of God. Um, but then on the other side, man, these kids, they, they live for that festival. Mm -hmm. So the fact that there's a place where they feel comfortable, that they feel accepted and that they feel at home. Um, and then we can plug in the word of God and we can plug in, um, you know, that, that they are worthy and that they are enough because he is enough. That's, I mean... Both of those things tied together is is a great summer. So
1: (laughs) awesome. I love it. And that's such a it's such a unique opportunity. And Mm -hmm. so what what would you say to the woman who's listening today who maybe, you know, that's the kind of music she listens to, or maybe her kids do, or her husband, or something like that? You know, how how could she get more, you know, if this is resonating with her, how could she get more involved in what you guys do?
0: Yeah, definitely. So we we actually have multiple opportunities for people to give back to beneath the skin. Mm -hmm. We have merchandise mainly just because it's such a great way for somebody to to give but get something in return and it's really cute and it's great yeah yes, it's great I merchandise love it. and we have some promo items like wristbands and beanies and things like that mm-hmm. drawstring bags but we also have merchandise clothing um but so our website is beneath the skin which i know you're going to have it in the notes as yep. well um there you can see where you can donate um and as well as as give through merchandise, but both of those things. We also have a mobile app. So again, if you're a woman who is interested in your kids getting involved, they have an iPhone or an Android. We have a mobile app. So it consistently gives them hope. It keeps them mm-hmm. updated on our blog, um, and then it can plug them into the opportunity to sign up to become a mentor or a mentee. Um, and then also donating is available there as well. Awesome. And honestly, donations are are just such a special way for us to be able to continue going. You know, those those funds that just allow us to truly pour into whatever area we need to that we yeah. feel like the, is the most needed um, makes a huge difference. And, and the program itself is obviously where most of the money gets poured into. So we continue to get these mentors in place yeah. um, and provide these kids who want to be a mentee with a mentor.
1: I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, um, Brittany, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, I hope that for those of you listening, that you have um, have just heard what God's doing in an area that maybe some of you aren't really familiar with, but could really learn some more about. And um, I would really encourage you to check out their website. Um, we're going to link to it in the show notes on lifeway.com slash all access. Um, but we'd love for you guys to engage with us. Um, like I said, online, and if you've got questions for Brittany, we've got, um, we'll link to her social media, all that kind of good stuff. She um, posts on Instagram a lot and everything. And so I know that um, even what she does is so encouraging to a lot. It'll be so encouraging to a lot of you um, who are listening today. Um, but I hope that you have enjoyed being with us today. We've enjoyed having you. And um, hopefully we will see you back in a couple weeks for the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. Visit LifeWay.com forward slash all access to find episodes or check out Mark podcast on iTunes. If you want to join in on the conversation, make a suggestion about who else we should talk to, um, tweet at me. It's at Mary Margaret C and use the hashtag marked podcast so that I know that it's you can't wait to hear from you